Hello, friends, and welcome to the 24th episode of the Squad Pod, where we love to talk about all our favorite battle royales and multiplayer video games. I am Maddock Jr., and hot dropping into this week's fo- podcast, we have the sharpshooting Fortnite skin buying Kevin Asex. How's it going, Kevin? Buying all the skins. I'm buying all of them, <laughs> dude. I'm spending money left and right. Uh, it's a disease. I'm addicted. Oh my it's an God. addiction. This is way, dude. When they announce more of these uh, rumor ones. Oof. Oof. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to spend at least 500 bucks in this game. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's going to be bad if there's a lot of uh, video game people oh. that I want oh, to yeah. have on my squad. It's going to be you crazy. Know? It's going to be crazy. And also joining us and rounding out the squad for this week, we have the firefighter extraordinaire, Washburn. Oh, uh, putting them out, you know what I mean? Whoa, he's putting them out. Mm-hmm. Putting them out, dude. Saving lives. Putting them out. Killing parking attendants. He's doing it all with a hood mm. up and unzip. Look at that, dude. No Ooh, zip up. Ooh, hood up. Why? Why would you zip it up? Zip, zip it up? No. No. I mean, if you're going to have a zip-up <laughs> hoodie, the point is to have it unzipped, right? Yes. I agree. Perfect. Maybe it's a little chilly, you know? When it's chilly, do you zip it up or leave it unzipped? It's not that chilly. It's it's just, like, casually chilly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's get into it. This <laughs> week, we're going to go over the games that we've been playing and also create the Frankenstein ultimate battle royale out of all parts of different battle royales that we like as we have played a lot of them at least 14 of them <laughs> um so we'll start with uh the games we've been playing and i guess we'll start with the fortnite update since <clears throat> we already touched on that a little bit uh kevin how are you liking it so far it's all right pretty i don't know how to say it Pretty good. I mean, it's all. It's a, what is it? Bounty hunter season. So, the mm-hmm. bounty hunters. We got uh, Mando in there. Mando. Mando. Which is pretty cool. You get the season pass. You get him. But like, I feel like maybe ten levels. You got a new quest to get another piece of his armor. So that's that's pretty cool. At the end, you get the full set of Beskar armor. You got Baby Yoda, and yeah, that's pretty cool. I I don't know. What do you guys think about it so far? I think the changes they've made are ones that make it easier for me to understand the game. Uh, My biggest complaint with Fortnite over the past couple seasons has been like how difficult it is to understand challenges in the way they do them weekly and how, where you even locate those. And now they're just called quests. And so you just press the back button and there they all are. And I love that about it. There's not some big map table for you to go to and look around and show you five quests over here, four quests over there. Like, that's gone. And I really appreciate that because that was, I was always just so confused yeah. when I was looking at what I needed to do. And this one, it's just like, oh no, press the back button when you're in the lobby. It pulls up a little tab and your quests are right there. And I really like that about it. Um, Fortnite, gonna Fortnite. You know what I mean? Uh, no mm-hmm. matter how much I play that game, I will never be good at it because I I just don't feel a need to be good at building. And it, I get super frustrated Washburn. when I get in a one-on-one situation. You could be just... good at it easily. You know, you just go on PlayStation and you turn off crossplay, mm. and then you can get four wins in a row. Mm. 
Mm. You know? Mm. Yes, I could do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, people are just going to build all over me all the time. And I do, like, I'm as casual as it gets Fortnite player. I'm not, I, I build. I mean, I do build and I know how to build, but I don't know how to build super ultra fast and throw down the jump pads and bounce myself over to somebody and then build up around them and then edit down and shoot them in the face like happens to me every other match. So like, I'm, you know, it's frustrating when that happens to you because it's just like, dude, if you were if we if I was just playing a game with this kid, a regular ass game with gun one on one, I'd I'd whoop your ass in the goosh. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd demolish you in the gooch. Yeah, like meet me in the gooch, dude. You know what I mean? I'm tired of this building stuff. It's so dumb. It's just like so not what I want to do when I'm playing a video game. You know what I mean? Same. So I'm actually that's... shocked that they've never added a non-build mode as even a, like a timed limited time mode. Yeah, I mean that uh, that's Fortnite though. And that's yeah. that's what makes Fortnite Fortnite and people love that and whatever. If if you're into it, like good for you, do you um I'm just not. It's not my style of game. Everything else about it I I enjoy. Um something that's just still crazy to me is that I can boot up my Xbox and buy a Kratos skin. Yes, you know just to even think about that. And you do have to play as him on PS5 to get that armored style. Um, But still, it's cool that you can get the skin wait, on Xbox. So if you play a game as Kratos on PS5, Kevin, you get like armored Kratos and he's wearing like the gold armor. Does that carry over oh. to Xbox? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, sure. I need to do that. But then. yeah, so I, yeah, I did it once and we'll talk about PS5 triggers and stuff <laughs> in a little bit but like uh yeah i did it just to i booted it up played a game as kratos and got the gold armor and turned the ps5 off um and yeah it carried over uh but i'm sure i'll continue to play it i mean it's as frustrating as i get with it um it is fun to sort of just jump in there with you guys and sort of goof around and say oh we got to go do this challenge oh let's go over here and do this rather than you know try and lock in for victories um and hop in a car and have like just radio music blasting mm-hmm. you know it's a good time yeah it's 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 more of a platform to just sort of hang out and bullshit around in almost akin to fall guys you know what i mean yeah. uh, in in that regard where we're not always necessarily going for high competitive gameplay we're we're just in it and uh messing around um but I mean, we've won here and there, and that's nice, but I don't know. It's it's Fortnite. I'm I'm not going to jump into Fortnite and think I'm going to be any good at it. It's just something that I do for fun. Yeah, I mean, I when it the season released, I turned on Dr. Lupo's stream and was just watching those guys for a little bit, and it like almost gives you a headache with how mm-hmm. fast they're moving the mouse around and swinging the camera around and editing and building and whatever. You can't even tell what's happening. And honestly, I know I'm never going to be that good, and I am never going to put enough effort to be that good. So there's that. Mm. But overall, I feel like this is like your average Fortnite update. The other, the last one with the Marvel season felt like a lot more because it was like, I think we were just all like, look at all the skins that we can unlock that are Marvel themed, which is awesome, right? Um, but it was still, 
your average update where there's a few places on the map that have switched and are different now. And like, and there's a bunch of little hidden secrets that you can find. And that, that stuff's all cool and good. And it's what keeps Fortnite going. Um, and I'm sure more things will be added and removed during the season because they love doing that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked the new places that they've added on the map are very interesting. The fact that there's a crashed, crashed Razor Crest on the map is awesome. Um, they bought back tilted sort of yeah they've like the sand of the center seems to be showing mostly uh season one locations as far as i can tell because mm-hmm. there's like those two buildings the warehouse dusted building mm-hmm. dusted depot is back in there too um there's like a few other things as well that just indicate a seemingly return to the simple map i guess but uh map changes are map changes and it keeps it interesting to a certain degree um though they did add a coliseum and you know what a coliseum is kind of like a gulag you know what i'm saying what if they did that i would lose every time (laughs) i mean if if they put a gouge in fortnite i would never and it was building and you had like yeah because people would build over me and i'd lose that's just how that would go i Unless I went up against somebody that was like me that knows how to build a wall and a staircase to peek over, then yeah, I w- I'm losing that fight. True, true. Um, and then yeah, the Mando and the quest thing, I'm, I'm I like a lot. Uh, definitely keeps you a little bit interested, and I'll probably try and hop in like once a week. Probably that's yeah. about as much as I can do because yeah, what happens is we don't play for a couple of days. I think the game wants you to succeed when you haven't played for a couple of days and we do well and get kills and kill bots and then potentially win. And then after that, it's all downhill and not fun anymore because we're getting to the end game where there's just cracked out kids with three or four teams left that are just building all over the place and there's no stopping them. It's just not a we're war zone guys. You know what I mean? Like that's just the game that we know, and we're that's the. Well, game. it's also the game we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just the game that like we're so used to because that's pretty much all we play on the battle royale front anymore. Um, yeah, say you know a random one here or there, but like I'm never gonna make the switch to being just a Fortnite player. It's just not gonna happen. I, I don't enjoy it. It's not fast enough. It's just too silly a little bit for me in terms of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll literally take that out of it, and everything else about Fortnite is awesome. Agreed. Just like as a platform, the you know Kratos being there, we there's a you know big chance we're going to see Master Chief in it, which would be super cool. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of Nintendo character, whether it's you know Samus or Captain Falcon, because they're trying to put in bounty hunters or something like that. So. We'll see. Um, I imagine Thursday at the Game Awards, we'll get one or two big announcements. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of hoping they add like a Sam Fisher or oh man, Altair that or because yeah, because like yeah, Kevin pointed this out to me when you like hover over Kratos, it says he's like part of the video game legends set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, video, the so, game legend series, something like that. Yeah, yeah, when you put that in there, that comes with a certain expectation that's pretty heavy 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised at a Sam Fisher. Yeah, because like, they have like that... the streamer series, and they already have like four streamers in there. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think um, it, it'll be super exciting to see what they do next. And they know that like cool skins will sell decently well in the store, but skins with tie-ins are gonna sell like incredibly well. Mm-hmm. So, because there's people that will just come in just to get them, even though they only play every once in a while. <laughs> Like us, kind of. Like me, yeah. I buy, I'll buy any anything. Like uh, yeah. I bought Kratos. Yeah. Um, I'll buy Master Chief. I'll oh, buy Samus if I put Samus in. It's this. Yeah, those are like no brainers. They're announcing right. it. You think they're announcing it? They have to be announcing it this yeah. Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Master yeah. Chief. Yeah, and it'll probably I, I be imagine. live like almost immediately. Would be my guess. Oh, yeah. Dude. I imagine on Thursday we'll get Kratos was Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We're. we're if they do one a week, that would be insane. You know, if yeah, just you thinking about all the characters that they could bring in, um, sort of hard to wrap your mind around. So I'm excited to see what they do, whether it's master chief or uh, what, what I'm really excited to see is what Nintendo might or might not give them. If Nintendo's even going to play nice, uh, we'll see. Cause Nintendo's not been playing nice recently. What are they uh, got? So, they can bring in i can only think of like samus captain falcon captain falcon mm-hmm. uh, uh split maybe i mean you gotta you gotta go narrow it down to characters that have some sort of human shape yeah, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> and and like when i think of nintendo like those are really the big two maybe a fire emblem character um gross we have enough <laughs> of those in smash I, I don't know. Maybe I mean they're not gonna give them a Zelda character. That that's just not gonna happen. What if so, they do? It won't. There's no. I, I mean, there's no. Way. You have to keep in mind that like Fortnite is on Switch, and like for every transaction that's on Switch, I'm sure Nintendo gets like some cut of it. So they can probably be persuaded a little bit because there's probably a a large amount of sales that happen on the Fortnite Switch platform. Yeah, I just I don't know what other characters outside of like Samus and some F Zero people you could put in. Uh, yeah, it's hard to think about, and they they really could do the thing with Samus like they did with Iron Man, where you start out as Zero Suit, and there's a couple challenges for her that allow her to you know morph into. Oh man, maybe even the fusion oh, suit would be super cool. So yeah, we'll see. They've they- definitely gone to the next level with uh, character specific. Uh... Um, animations mm-hmm. as well. I wish when they brought in Kratos, they had like a Kratos thing going on in the map too, because I wanted to see that. And then like when they brought, if they bring in Master Chief, have like I don't know the Covenant in there too in the map, and then like they had Samus in there. Oh man, they bring in Ridley. Oh, imagine all the stuff they could put it's on not, the map. Yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that some of these things integrate somehow into the map i would guess given the last season's yeah uh, boss battle type things yeah and like deadpool being on the map previously as well can't wait can we see what they announce on thursday yes but thursday is so far away um battlefield 4 you guys played a little bit i think (laughs) or at least did you play wash yeah okay I well, I was not there that night. It's there's not really much to talk about here. It's old. It's old. It's, it's old fun it though. It's kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a bad game because it's most certainly not, especially, you know, in its time. Um, mm-hmm. Just looking at it now, I'd so much rather play Battlefield 5. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't play Battlefield 5 that long ago and had a real good time. Mm-hmm. It's it's just old. I mean, it, it hasn't, it's aged okay, um, but it shows its age. It yeah. definitely does. Um Battlefield. That, that's an Xbox One game, early gen or early, yeah. early, okay. like first year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, like for me, Battlefield has been a frustrating franchise forever, um, because it. I always do feel like I'm running around a lot and dying, mm. and not really engaging, especially on conquest in the larger maps. Yeah. Team deathmatch is another story, but really the marquee modes. I I feel like I'm just running in dying and and sort of just rinse and repeat and i'm not really engaging as much as i want to but i guess that's because i'm not playing it right i'm playing it like i'd play call of duty and and that's not how you're supposed to play those modes you're supposed to be a little bit more uh, strategic yeah strategic in how you go about things and maybe use the vehicles and in the levolution to your advantage but I, i think the reason i like battlefield 5 so much over four is that they really did up the evolution, you know, over time. And Battlefield Five, I feel like you can destroy um just damn near anything. You can, yeah, you can it's just very cool. Almost level the map. Um, and Battlefield Four, like there are certain things that they want you to destroy, and certain things that are not destroyable. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Battlefield Four is fine. I, if anything, I'm just excited to see them come back to the modern day with Battlefield and, and what that could look like. Um, and yeah. not in, in the, not in a battle royale setting. I just I don't think Battlefield needs a battle royale. I think Battlefield needs to be Battlefield, and they need to elevate that and do the best they can in a modern day setting. I mean, if they do like, because like they were doing like 50 v 50 or 60 v 60, I feel like maybe with this generation they could up that count a little bit and make it mm-hmm. a little wilder. Because uh, vehicles and nonsense like that are a big part of the Battlefield franchise, I would say. Yeah. Oh, um, our... It was fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm, I'm but... sure it's what you would expect, mostly. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't expecting it to age as, as poorly as I think it did. Mm. And I don't know if that's Kevin. If I don't know if you want to chime in on that, I was playing it on the Series X, and I don't know if playing it on that hardware and on a newer monitor really helped. No. I, I think if I went back and played it maybe on uh, one and like maybe just a 1080 monitor, I'm, it might look a little bit crisper than what it's trying to do mm. on on the Series X and the 1440. But yeah, it. it in my eyes, like the way I was running it, it just didn't look very good, man. It just looked a little bit fuzzy. Um yeah. and just not as sharp as I wanted it to. I think just switching to a 1080p monitor would help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, I'm playing on a 4K TV and then I saw like how the game really looks like, and I'm like, damn, this game is this game aged a lot. But the game, like the gameplay is still fun. I like that. I like the gunplay and stuff, but yeah. It, it didn't look too good, but we played yeah. a few games here and there, and it was fun. We missed out on uh, we missed it uh, watching the tower fall, which sucked. We rage quit the game forever. Mm-hmm. They've got to come up with a way in Battlefield, and whenever I see the next one, this is really what I'm going to judge it on: is how do you unlock weapon attachments 
because it's confusing as shit in every game. And how do you add those attachments to your weapon? Because mm. as far as I can remember, you have to be in a game to customize your loadout. And I ju- that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And, and the way that you unlock attachments doesn't make sense to me. And they need to streamline it somehow. And I'm not saying just copy what Call of Duty does, even though everybody should because it's perfect. But they need to make it better and more understandable for a casual player uh, as to how you unlock and equip those weapon attachments because, boy, it's confusing. I think it's better yeah. on Battlefield Five because you could do it not in the game if you want to edit a class. And I think it to yeah, get new attachments, I think it tells you what to do. If you have mm-hmm. over them. I think so. I don't remember too much, though. Something All like right. Well, speaking of games that we only have a little bit to talk about of here, we have Sea of Thieves and Washburn's first experience. What do you think? Uh, about it's not my first time playing Sea of Thieves. Okay. I've been pretty vocal about how... I don't want to say dislike for Sea of Thieves. I'll say I just don't understand Sea of Thieves. I never have. I mm. just playing it. It seems like there's no tangible reward for anything you do uh, in the single player mode, and that and that's why I just I don't understand why I would even play it. Like, why should I play it? There's nothing to unlock. I'm not getting better at anything. The grind is horrible in that game. Yeah, also. it just it doesn't make sense to me. Um. But we jumped into arena mode, which does make sense to me and is a lot of fun. And I would play it anytime y'all asked, because I think this is really fun. You you jump in. It's teams of four, I think up to five teams of four. Um, you're all on a ship that's built, you know, to be maneuvered by four people. And the goal is to get treasure and bring it to a point in the center of a map. And that's how you score the most points, right? And there's like a time limit, of course. And of course, you're battling the other teams, right? So that makes sense to me. It's PvP. There's a clear goal. Let's go. Like, I understood that. And I actually had a bit of fun with it when we when we played it. The only issue is um, just match times, waiting times are, are so, so high. Um, but I mean, yeah, if, I would be super down to try it again. Yeah, I think more people are playing the adventure mode than arena mode at this point, but I've, I I've played a bit of arena before and it's enjoyable. Yeah, but when, also I, when I played adventure mode, it was just like, oh, let's go over here and uh, get this treasure and bring it back to this person. OK, well, what are we going to get for doing that? Oh, maybe some gems. But what are you going to do with those? Oh, you can save them up and maybe buy a new skin for your gun. It's just like, uh, you know what I mean? Come on, dude. Yeah. Like, You got to give me something to work for. Like, you really do like if if this was more like black flag where i started out with a crappy ship and was working my way up to like a really cool ship then i'd understand but it's just like oh we're gonna go grind this thing for a currency that might buy us some cosmetics that are way too expensive so i i just think it's for me it's just a waste of time for sure kevin what did you think uh i had fun with it yeah the the grind of it it's just all you're doing is getting money and getting skins for a gun or your ship or your clothing and stuff like that. So nothing's any better than anything else either. I don't think. Yeah, and 
I think the fun part of the game is actually just playing with your friends. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a crew to go in and just sail around and just, you know, shoot the shit, you know, and talk about some things here and there, go for treasure. I think that's what makes it fun. And, it, and then sometimes, you know, finding someone yeah. else that's an actual person on the map. And <laughs> yeah, and that's when it stuff trying gets to heated. steal all their treasure. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when that's when shit goes down. But yeah, other than that, like, I'd rather not don't like play this game alone. Maybe get a yeah, crew with you. And then in the arena mode, yeah, I don't know why. I guess people are not playing it. I guess yeah, people do like the adventure mode a lot more than the arena mode. Even though the arena mode is, also is a lot of fun, added too. a lot of content to the adventure mode semi recently. I feel like so yeah. that's probably where people are grinding out things right now. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they added. Yeah, but I know they added a lot. I know you can like find a kraken, and the kraken can attack you. Um, there's a big, big shark. Too. Yeah, yeah. There's a I don't know, I don't know what else there. Are. Other things, right? It's cool. It's just not the grind for me personally. Mm-hmm. Me neither. It's, yeah, because it doesn't feel rewarding. Like no, I would just I'd never feel like I'm getting anything out of it that's worthwhile. All right, and then Kevin, do you want to touch on uh, a Rainbow Six optimization that you have uh, played with a little bit? Let me tell you guys, Rainbow Six Siege. It's optimized. Oh, it's optimized. It's optimized. Oh, dude, it's so much smoother now when I play it. Cause like before, like when I played on the One X, even like it, there'd be like some dips here and there. But now it's just straight smooth, like sixty frames. And then you can play this game in one hundred twenty frames too. And then, like when I was playing the game, I was like, "Damn, it feels like I'm playing on PC now. It feels that mm-hmm. good." That makes sense. And I'm liking it. But then again. It's tough playing that game alone too, because then people try hard so much, mm. and I was like, "Damn, dude, these kids are good, but they they really want me to be good with them." And I'm like, "Damn, I'm just trying this game out for a bit. <laughs> just yeah. let me do my thing." Yeah, I feel like that game and Valorant are like on the same level of like, if you're gonna play, people want you to be competitive, mm-hmm. even on like not in unranked much matches, unranked matches. So yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's funny. It's like, damn, dude. But then like. I was playing a bit of it, and then like I was getting really into it. And I was like, "Damn, all right, I'm actually gonna play and be serious because I'm actually having fun with this." <laughs> I'm well, checking the optimization's out. good. Yeah, oh. it, it it fucking it's running. It's running that game really smoothly. You can do 4K 60, or you can do the uh, 120 frames. Good. And it, I could just put on 120 frames on my on the game, even though my TV can't run it. I just do it just so it can just get up to that frame. It won't dip below 60 mm. if anything mm. when it dips when it, when it does that it would dip to like it'll go down to 60 if anything so it's it'll be smooth for me no matter what <laughs> so yeah good awesome optimization is really good you guys should try it out if you have it we should try it out for the whole team oh yeah you guys don't like it i forgot <laughs> yeah i it's played that i don't like it one, yeah i played it once and got absolutely decimated the first thing it's... that happened when I played it is two of my teammates killed each other in waiting, and then I went around a corner and some dude just ended mm-hmm. my life because he knew exactly where I was going to be. I was like, oh, well, I'm too late to this party. So Yeah, that's how I feel as well, the too late to the party thing. Yeah. But also, in terms of like amount of characters and understanding what's going on, it's just like, I'm way too late on this. I'm not going to take the time to figure it out, and it's going to take... Far too long. I think I told someone in the Discord this recently that it's going to take far too long for us to get enjoyment out of it. There'd be too much suffering at the front end for us to like 
warrant spending that many hours playing the game. If you just focus on like the first batch of uh, people you can play as in the game, you'll be fine. You rarely see people do like the new people. Every so often you do see that, but yeah, like when I, I even I don't know the new people too from like the past two years. I just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm using the people like the first two years of the game when it first came out, and I'm I've been pretty good with it. I'm just I just I mm. stick with like the four characters I always play as, and that's what I'm sticking with. Also, the characters have specific guns, and you can't really customize them. Or am I confused there? No, you can customize your gun. You can put attachments on their guns and stuff. But yeah, they have but they specific, have specific weapons. Yeah, you just gotta check okay. on that too. Like exactly what do you want to play with, and who and what their like ability is too. So. Yeah. Shouldn't be I don't think it's too hard to No, just pick four people and stick with them. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And if you want to dabble many, with the other What's ones the too. team size? Six? Six, six five? I think six or five. Okay. I wasn't really paying attention I mean, to that. We could obviously get enough people to do it. Yeah. But it, oh man, it's just a, I love that game. Even though I I play it like every so often, I just like going back into it. Breaching doors, zipping down a wall. Don't get me wrong; like old Rainbow Six is some of my favorite games of all time, too. So yeah, it's just the fact that this one's so focused on like the multiplayer aspect of it is the tough spot, I think, because it's such a tactical, strategic weight and hold angles and stuff like that, kind of like Valorant, I guess, but. God, I just love that. We're holding an angle, and then, like, once you hear uh, shots being shot off, like, in another room, you're like, oh, crap, I gotta go and see what's going on and help them. <laughs> it just gets crazy sometimes. Man, what a game. Yeah. But yeah, that's optimization with Rainbow Six. It's pretty cool. I like it. I might go back I to wonder, it. yeah. I've been playing so much keyboard and mouse recently, I wonder if, like, I tried to play it on controller, how that would go. Probably poorly, but... Oh, oh yeah. Well. I mean, I wonder if you could just plug in a keyboard and mouse into it. Oh, maybe, maybe. I tried to do that with Halo on the, and it was like, nah. (laughs) Not compatible with them, I'm guessing? No, it's not. I know some games aren't. Some games aren't, but yeah. All right, and Kevin, do you want to touch on your uh, NHL 94 Rewind? That game is hard to play, dude, but it's fun. That game, when I booted it up and picked the teams... Mm-hmm. And got into the gameplay. I was like, "Oh shit, this is the game I used to play." Like, I think on a Sega Genesis or something like that. Because I remember playing mm-hmm. an NHL game back in the day, and I think this was it. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Because I remember the stars being like, "That's who you are," and who has the puck and stuff like that. I was like, "Dude, this is the game I remember playing so much when I was a kid, and the only sports game I would play <laughs> when I was a kid." Yeah. it was really fun going back and seeing this game again and playing around with it but man i was like damn i can't i don't remember how to play exactly and how to shoot to get a goal but it's taking me a little bit of time to figure that out but i want to go back and play it again and i wish i had multiplayer to play with my I friends know. man dude I that would be so cool. much fun have, yeah. you guys, have you guys played it i have not i have yet. not oh dude it's on game pass now so you don't need nhl 21 to order anymore so you guys need to try it out oh man it brought me back memories. It's so yeah, I'm sure. Fun. I'm sure we'll do the same for both of us as well. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's a little fun game. Like game Pass, get it. Game, go get Game Pass too because it's fun as well. 
now it's our favorite time of the podcast where we get to throttle the dual sense controller um how was worms battle royale or something i don't know what it is worm game is fun game is fun dual sense is a garbage controller for shooters yeah so we it, it is it's bad <laughs> so when i was playing worms the first night i was mm-hmm. with mike and jd i was using the haptic triggers so i had like a little tension to it but then like yeah. a little yeah there's a little tension to it, it's like, it, it i mean but for me it's like a it stops your trigger pull yeah that's what it yeah. is, right? Yeah, like you go halfway and you, but it pretty much kind of shoots mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, that's what it was. So I kind of got like, I didn't get used to it, but it felt weird. And then I think you told me, Washburn, that you turned it off and it felt, didn't feel worse. right. Yeah, it felt worse. And I turned it off too. And I was like, man, this trigger does not feel good. Maybe it doesn't have no. that uh, trigger effect thing. Ooh. Oh, interesting. The triggers are built with the haptic feedback in mind. And it's super obvious once you turn it off. Mm-hmm. When you're like when you're playing a shooter, and your your trigger gets stopped like halfway, like right you know like right here, when you pull the trigger and then you click it in and it shoots, it's like okay that's cool, but it's hella annoying because like I I end up just like pulling the trigger really hard, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then yeah. I and then I'll go and turn it off. And notice that oh, these triggers actually just kind of suck for like shooters because it's a super long pull. Like it is, it, it has to go a ways, and and you never know when the it's gonna trigger the gun because even when you turn it off, the halfway down is gonna trigger the gun. It's not like you're you're clicking it all the way in to trigger the button press. The button press gets triggered like halfway down. With or without the haptic feedback, so you never know what you're gonna do. Like, I, there's it, it's I don't know, man. I just I'm not a fan of it. I I think for single player games, um, it'll be fine. I didn't have much of a problem with it on Spider Man at all, really any. Um, but man, for shooters, it's awful. Uh, I like I just I don't vibe with it at all. And now I know I will never play a shooter on that console ever. It it just won't happen. I will always play a shooter on the Series X. Yeah, because that controller is much better for shooters. That trigger is just really good. That Xbox One or Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that trigger feels great. It feels like it, you don't. Yeah, you don't. It feels like you don't have to go too far down to pull the trigger. On the no, episode. and it's always a full pull. Like, yeah, that's the thing with the haptic feedback that messes up the whole trigger pull on a on a shooter specifically. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm talking about shooters. I'm not talking about other games because on, like I said, on Spider Man, it was fine. Um, and I imagine on Horizon, it'll be fine because that's a that's a bow. You know what I mean? It's not a, a locked trigger. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like uh, I imagine on on Horizon you'll be pulling it and it'll fight you a little bit and then you let go and it shoots the arrow. It's not gonna be like you push it halfway down and it locks in place and then you have to click it in like a GameCube controller. It it feels like a GameCube controller. That's what it feels like. And you never know when you turn that off where the button press registers on the pull. And so when you out of habit because i've been playing on xbox for years and every other console ever you pull the trigger all the way in you just that's just what you do 
right? When you're shooting a gun, yeah. you, I, I never, when I'm shooting a gun on this controller, I never just go halfway. I'm just, I'm pulling the trigger. It, but on dual sense, you never know how far in that is. Yeah. And, and so when you pull the trigger on dual sense, you begin to notice, oh, that's a really long pull with quite a bit of tension, even without the haptic feedback on. So it's just, it sucks for shooters. That's that's my verdict on it. And until somebody can prove me wrong with a game that doesn't suck on that thing, uh, that's a shooter, I just, I won't play a shooter on the, on the PS5 ever again. All right. <laughs> well then, that's the fair. Worms? Worms is pretty fine, though. Worms. The game Worms? Yeah, Worms is dope. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's super fun. I like that. All right. Well, that's our daily dose of dual sense. <laughs> um, and then th- yesterday we played a fun. We all played a fun game called Ember, where we fought fires. And it was a I'll give good my old time. Quick take take on this because mm-hmm. um, I was having fun with it, but then the game was chugging a lot, and then like I got off of it. And I restarted my computer and I went back to the game. It worked perfectly. So I just needed to restart my computer. And that, That's weird. I was pissed. And I was like, damn it. I really wanted to play this a lot smoother because I was dropping to 10 to 20 frames. And I was like, damn. Yeah. But I, I liked it. Same people, not saving people. And the house experience yeah. was fine. And there's like a ton of upgrades and different things that you can try and do to like make it more efficient to save people. And mm-hmm. uh, there's always a, a bank vault thing that you can break into and steal the money and you can grab the TV and the computer off the wall and get bonus money <laughs> for taking the stuff. Apparently the TV's more important um, than people from one Washburn's been telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Save yeah. the TVs. Save the TVs. Yep. Um it was it was a lot of fun. It's goofy. It's like physics based fire physics based, if you will, in a fun way, in my opinion. And it's just like goofy and hilarious and all of a sudden, you're you know chucking a skeleton around for the fun of it in the lobby and cracking up, shooting it down a slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, uh, it says this is a good one. Um, I it's unfortunate that I don't think it's that well optimized, yeah. and I, I think that's kind of what maybe spurred the issues Kevin was running into. I know he said he restarted his computer is fine, but for me, uh, lots of visual glitches here and there like like the floor or windows just wouldn't pop up on my screen at all oh yeah that happened to me too. Um, that yeah, was happening that quite a bit um and man this thing made my graphics card sing and, and it should not have no. I, I have a I have a 2070 and this thing really and i and i turned this thing on low and boy it just it made it sing and i, I it's just like come on dude like there are games that I play with more graphical fidelity than this that are silent. You know what I mean? That where my graphics card is just like shrugs it off and it, and it looks great. But this one, even the, even though I turned it on low, it just, man, it, it was loud and they are going to have to figure that out. Um, it's but, technically still in beta, I believe. Yeah. And it was a free to play weekend this weekend. So that's why we hopped in. But it's on sale for like 13 bucks right now. If yeah. Interested. Even if you take the performance out of like just take the performance out of it, the game itself is super fun. Um, it's silly. It's a dumb co op multiplayer experience in something that you absolutely must play with friends. Uh, otherwise, 
that just don't play this game. If if you don't have at least one other friend to play this with, don't don't solo it. It won't be fun. I, I don't yeah. think solo in this game would be fun at all. Um, nah. But with friends and sort of just yelling at each other, uh, go up to the third floor, save this guy. Somebody drop a trampoline so I can throw him down on it. Um, and it's goofy. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. And I, I would recommend giving it a shot. Yeah. And I hope it comes to consoles. I Yeah. Who knows? Probably. That seems like the type of game that would sell pretty well on consoles or on be an excellent addition to Game Pass, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had a good time and um, hopefully it uh, gets optimized a little better and improves a little much. The only thing that was kind of weird about it was I felt like every some of the upgrades were like worth it. And then some upgrades I felt like didn't make a difference. I don't know if you felt that way with Washburn, especially with the fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the upgrades I didn't notice really at all. Yeah. Um, Except the auto refill. That one was good. Yeah, that one was cool. Uh, and I I would recommend just dumping your money into like tools themselves. Yeah. And not really their upgrades. Get the trampoline. Um, get the jump pad. I think it's pretty cool. The grappling hook. Those types of things. Fire extinguisher was worthless unless it was you were using it for like pushing gas. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I think... Uh, Washburn, you've been playing a little bit of the newest Ubisoft game, Immortals Phoenix Rising, I believe mm-hmm. is what it is called. Yeah, as of this morning, I'm a little over eight hours into it, according to my save. And all eight hours have been fun. And that's all I can ask for in a game, honestly. And we, I, you know, we talked last week about Assassin's Creed and these bigger games that are coming out and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to retread on that but this game is fun from minute one you you turn it on and it's like oh this is goofy this is colorful i understand this and go you know what i mean and and i've i haven't had a dull moment with it in the eight hours uh, that i've put into it so far it's completely stolen my attention away from assassin's creed which i feared it would um Mm. but i i love this one I, I think this is a game of the year contender. I think people who are bitching about the humor need to lighten up a little bit and, and stop going into this game expecting some sort of high level of writing because that's not what you're going to get. If you go into this game and put yourself in the headspace of this is a Pixar movie that's a little bit inappropriate, you're going to love it. I, I like for me, the jokes are just landing. Everything's landing. And, and, I, and I know people are saying like, oh, it's, you know, a lot of the humor just it, it it missed so much of it missed. Like for me, that's not the case. It's dumb. It this like the writing in this game is dumb and silly. And if you go in knowing that and you're okay with that, then you're gonna love it. And I love it. You know, um, it's it's just so much fun to me. This this game really is a banger. I would recommend it to anyone and everyone. Um, it does riff on breath of the wild a lot uh from the stamina bar to the way that the world is constructed kevin was asking me yesterday uh how big's the world and i was telling him it it had it even that feels like breath of the wild where you look at this world and it's like oh it's not too big i should be able to get over there pretty quick and then you start running around and it's just like oh no this (laughs) is a lot bigger than i thought it was Mm -hmm. um 
so yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, just from an art direction standpoint, is it the most you know impressive graphical fidelity you'll see this year? Absolutely not. But just from the direction of it, it's great. It's something with color. It's refreshing. Um, I love the main character. She's really, really thinks she's really cool, and she's just not at all. And that's that's part of the humor for me. Uh, she'll get up and like flex on top of mountains and think she's all badass, and she's really just kind of a lowly shield bearer who gets lucky a lot. And I think um, it's all just hitting. The, the, this game is firing on all cylinders right now, and I I, I just want to play more. It's like all I want to do is play more. You'll finish yeah. in time before Cyberpunk. Uh, I, I think with the main quest, yes, because this game is sort of like Breath of the Wild, where the main quest is the smaller slice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's all the open world stuff that you can go and do. And so there's four deities, just like four divine beasts. Uh, you go in. You scout their area. They send you on a couple errands. You get their essence. You bring them back uh, to their normal selves. So I've saved Athena and Ares. Or, sorry, Aphrodite and Ares. I'm saving Athena right now. Um, And I'll save the fourth one uh, shortly hereafter. But, yeah, I think I could finish this one before Cyberpunk. And I might force myself to because I... Cyberpunk comes out this week. Um, For me, in the way my personal life schedule is, um, I just don't think diving into Cyberpunk right now is in my best interest until I have this big break here. Um, So I might just chip away at this, and then once my holiday break rolls around, I might pop in Cyberpunk and really, really dive in. Because Cyberpunk's going to be one of those games that I don't play on weeknights if I'm playing it during a work week. You know what I mean? It's yeah. and, that, and that's how I am with most heavy narrative games. I, I won't play them Monday through Thursday. I just won't. Um, because that's just... My brain is already occupied with other things. And, and when I come home, I'm either too tired or too distracted to sort of sink myself into that narrative headspace. Uh, and cyberpunk's gonna fall into that category as well for sure. Um, so I'm I might just hold off on it till the big holiday break where I can sort of clear my head and dive into that and really focus on it. Uh, and Immortals, as as goofy and fun as it is, the the narrative's not groundbreaking. You know sure. what I mean? This isn't this isn't something that you have to pay attention to that heavily. You you get it right, like yeah. You 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 go and and they tell you, oh, go and do this thing and save this, turn this god, this Greek deity, animal selves. Do that four times. They each have you know some funny dialogue here and there. Then you're gonna go fight the boss, and and I, that's kind of just what the game is. But it, you know, and you can have an issue with that. I love that because it it's just so light. You know what I mean? I don't need another Assassin's Creed heavy narrative. I, I just, I don't need it right now. It's not what I'm looking for. This kind of is exactly what I'm looking for in terms of, I can just pop this on, run around this open world, catch a cutscene or two that may or may not really matter. 
and giggle a little bit and turn it off. And, and that that's what this game is. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm super, super into this. I'm very high on it. I think everybody should give it a shot. It's don't go into it expecting Breath of the Wild Part 2. It's not as good as Breath of the Wild. It, okay, I mean, we, we all know that. Um, nothing's going to be that good until Breath of the Wild 2, sort of in that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really good, man. And it, and it does separate itself from Breath of the Wild in ways uh, that are significant while sort of still adhering to that same formula of this big open world that's really built on exploration and just looking over there and seeing, oh, that looks cool and, and working your way over to it. Um, it's it's a great one. I, I really, really enjoy this game right now. Awesome. Yeah, this week was going to be a very big week. Uh, it's calmed down a little bit because uh, Warzone integration with Cold War got pushed back to the 16th Ooh. instead of the 10th, which is a bummer. But, you know, hey, if it works when it comes out, I'll be happy, you know? And if there's a new map, I'll be even happier. But we'll have to wait and see what news they announce this week. <laughs> and if uh, all that comes down the pipe we'll uh, let you know next weekend what we think um about the news and cyberpunk and whatever game awards announcements we potentially get this week that would be of interest to our little podcast here but until then we are going to build the ultimate battle royale experience by piecing together different parts of battle royales that we have enjoyed over this last however many episodes 23 four episodes five i don't remember (laughs) it's the 24th episode but (laughs) uh you know we didn't play a battle royale for every single one of them we have at least played 14 and ranked them so that might be a little bit off in terms of total amount but we're just going to start out with some categories and we're just going to see where our conversation takes us um but so my first question would be our setting where do we want like what's the best map that we've played or the map that we think is more interesting than the other ones does anyone have any so the map will have to i can choose a map i have to know how many people we can have in this okay do you want to do you want to start with a number count then what's warzone Oh, 150. 150, really? What was that, yeah. Washburn? What do you want? What do you want? 100. He wants 100 because nice even number. Yeah, I can do 100. Let's do 100 right now. 100 sounds good to me, too. Uh, man, setting. Setting, a setting, a setting. Because, like, if I look at this list, I'm thinking, like, the Warzone map, probably not the one for me, personally. I mean, it's good, but it's not specifically memorable. There's three Apex maps now for 100 players, maybe not. Um, Spellbreak, Realm Royale fall into that category of like not memorable at all maps, in my opinion. Uh, if Super Animal Royale's map was 3D, that'd be pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would but... have to say something. So are we just picking one? Like is this? Is yeah, this we're just, just like a, mish, a mishmash. Yeah, we're taking our favorite parts of every battle royale and making it into the ultimate into battle, a royale new battle royale. Okay. Um, 
because I my answer my default answer would actually be something like World's Edge. Mm, okay, yeah. You know, I I think World's Edge is a great battle royale map. I really do. Um, with a hundred, probably not, but World's Edge XL. That would be that would be my answer. Hmm. Which, which one's a World's Edge? Because I don't remember. The fiery icy one. Oh, you like that one, man? People mm-hmm. hated that one for some reason. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I think all of the Apex maps are actually fine. Yeah, and the newest one is probably the best one. But I haven't played a ton of the new ones, so don't quote me on that one. Yeah, I like World's um, Edge. What about Blackout's map? I was thinking Blackout's map and the Ring of Elysium map is actually kind of cool. There's like a lot of weird things on that map, like that ridiculous amusement park with like a giant whale. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. It has like a, ver- a good variety of terrain throughout. I feel like it's not like just flat or just water or just land. Let's yeah. say Blackout's map. Blackout's map? Mm-hmm. Blackout, yeah. Blackout yeah. is really good. It has a lot so of different colorful. places. Yeah. So many different spots. There's spots I don't even go to sometimes in Blackout when I used to play it. Like the yeah. Lighthouse, I would never go there sometimes. <laughs> there was a yeah, Lighthouse there too, so it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do Blackout then. That seems like a good option. Um, How do we want to get placed slash drop into the map? So, for example, Ring of Elysium, you chose a spot and you could tell where other people were going while you chose, I believe. Uh, Fallout 76, you chose and then it would just tell you for a split second before you loaded in. Yeah. How many other people were going to be there? Yeah. Um, What other ones? Blackout is obviously like a normal Warzone type, but you could fly really far with the Blackout one. Yeah. Which I kind of like the wingsuit move. Because it makes it so that every po- spot is possible to get to relatively mm-hmm. quickly. And uh, yeah, I would say that, but there's a there's a kicker. And yeah. what the kicker is, is the first circle has to encompass the entire map. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. That's that's where my, you know, that's the big thing that I want more than anything. That... I, I want to be able to go anywhere in the first round. I don't want the circle halfway in the ocean with just unusable you know what i mean i mm-hmm. want the circle to encompass all points of interest on that first round and, and if the and plane if to go either directly down the middle the center horizontally vertically or diagonally either yes way. that's what i want yeah and if if you take that blackout drop mode where you can fly and get anywhere i think it'd be a perfect combination i think i'm gonna go with the fallout that's it where you just choose a point and at the very end like the last like two seconds they show you where everyone's at i like that because it just surprises you sometimes where you think you're safe at this spot and then you it pops up and you're like like six other people going there with you it's like oh no it's not good (laughs) so it gets you pumped up right at the beginning it's pretty cool it's definitely interesting like the difference because like obviously war with warzone a lot of our experience and hilarious moments with chopper fights on roofs especially Mm -hmm. is just the immediate drop in and trying to beat people to places but like kevin said when you if you spawn in somewhere and all of a sudden you're like oh shoot there are two other three other teams here i think that kind of accomplishes the same thing yeah yeah i like that 
Which one do we want to choose then? As long as the circle at the beginning, in my opinion, is the whole map, acceptable. Yeah, I could take it or leave any of the drops or spawns, any of that stuff, as long as I can go anywhere in the first round. It's kind of nice to just spawn because it doesn't. You don't have to like put through all this like effort to like be like, oh, I need to land at this very specific spot. Yeah, and you don't die an accident too. So, or someone's not killing you from behind because they're dropping in and they're behind behind you shooting you with the pistol. That happens a lot now. (laughs) Yeah, true. Let's go with that then. Um. So, with that comes like a bigger question of destruction and wall bangs and levolution you know what i'm saying so we have a map in mind and like when you think of call of duty for example there's always like wooden boards or walls that are you can shoot through and then there's some you can't if you think of apex there is everything's a solid object and then you have fortnite where nothing is a solid object <laughs> This Except is for a like really a few specific like category. If, are what, we, are, what do you are, want though? You know, what I, is your preference when you're playing? Like when you're playing Apex versus when you're playing Fortnite, it's like the complete opposite experience. I think Call of Duty's just nailed it. I like yeah. I don't want to be able to destroy everything because no. that means nothing's off the table. Like it, you can when you can destroy anything, it takes away from so many clutch moments and crazy headshots and big plays and getting yeah. angles on people. Getting away and, from things. Yeah, I, I just think it really limits your scope and speed. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it destroys the momentum of the game. I, I don't like I just don't think I would want any sort of evolution at all. But I I I say that without really ever having played something with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. This is sort of like, would you want to change up everything by adding Levolution? I don't know. I'd have to try it. But like for now, no. For now, I like things the way they are. Kevin. Damn. Um, um, do you want the Levolution? But I think, I think Washman's right. I think I like what... Warzone does it because you get like yeah the crazy clips from like top of tower or something like that and you're not worried about someone taking the tower down but man ah. just thinking about that too though when you see like a bunch of snipers up in the tower and you're like you know what I'm just gonna take that tower down so they don't have fun anymore it's that, that that's funny too that sounds hilarious yeah I would yeah. love that I think <sighs> mine is like also on that borderline where it's like I know someone's camping behind this wall and they want me to come through the one door that has it accessible. And that is just like, it's like if I could just blow open this wall, if there was breaching charges like Rainbow Six style, Kevin, like, oh man, that would be something between what there is now and full destruction. Destruction is what I want, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I just think that's such a slippery slope because if you can yeah. destroy everything, then that turns into a strategy. Yeah. And and I don't know if that's a strategy I would want to have to put up with. Yeah, I agree. The other thing that I think about is like, that it, it's just like in Warzone right now, the amount of two to three story buildings that you can't get on top of except for one to two ways and 
the amount of windows that you can't jump through because they're just blocked for mm-hmm. reasons is kind of a bummer. Like if you took the Warzone map and made it so that every single building that was two stories or three stories or anything that was taller had at least like two zip lines or two ladders up it and you could the rooftop campers couldn't get away with just chilling straight chilling all the time. Like for example, hospital, there are four zip lines up. That's a lot to defend at once. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of buildings in Warzone where we run into this issue where there's people camping in a building and there's two max ways to attack it and it just feels like a bummer. Uh, I think yeah, I the thing that, that bums me out is like the camping thing. I get that, but usually those people are fished out by the circle anyway. That's true, yeah. So I think our middle of the road one where we can just, you know, breaching charge Rainbow Six style. Like that would be would be great. You know? It has to be specific walls. Yeah, yeah. I I think if if in Warzone there were like they added some specific walls and areas to buildings that opened up a little bit more options for you, that would be perfect. But I don't want to just just start destroying buildings because then yeah, there will be nothing. You you'll just be fighting in an open field halfway through the match. What about not only walls? What floors? Like, if there's people above Ooh. you, you toss, I don't know, like, the C4 uh, on the on the floor, on the ceiling. You just mm-hmm. blow that up, and you blow the hole, and you make it, maybe you can drop someone down with it. With it. So, well, that would be pretty cool, too. So, give me the yeah, give me floor, cool. ceilings type of deal. I want that. It's just, uh, yeah, it's like, it's just, like, makes some of these fights more interesting in my mind. Because there's at least a little bit more strategy than... All right, let's all try and fish this person out by doing going through the two ways that we can, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. And then there's the question of how the circle closes because in a variety of games it is different. In general, the the idea is it's a circle and it closes smaller at like a rate and then stops, and then closes smaller at a rate, and then stops. We also have the Ring of Elysium idea, which kind of like blacks out parts of the map, and you have time to get through. And what I appreciate about that also is that your vision isn't obscured, but you know you're in the zone, and you have to get out. So if you do get into a battle, you're not like at this weird disadvantage that is sometimes seen in Warzone, where the edge of the gas is darker on one side or from one perspective than the other and the other person gets a clear shot on you for no reason (laughs) i think with 100 players on a map the size of the map that we're talking about it has to be a circle Hmm. just your standard circle that's just that that's just how i think and i just i like the ring of elysium way and i think that way works really well with around 60 players in a map that's a little bit smaller because mm. what what's terrifying about that is imagine if you're on a big map with 150 people saber dance just for example and you're at hills and the last two areas to not be blacked out are hills and dam and it's just like well we're stuck forever and one of the teams gets lucky at the end 
Mm, you I know what I mean. mean. I don't so know if I, they did they ever like split off. Was there like a way you could get trapped in Ring of Legion? I don't, I don't know, remember. but I just feel like that'd be a monumental task uh, for, for them to have to deal with. You know what I mean? If if they were gonna just close off zones, they do this in Worms too. Worms does this. Oh really? The yeah, the new the new Worms yeah. game. It, it mm-hmm. zones off. It doesn't. It's not a circle. It's zones, and I like that for that style of game and that size of map with that number of people. But when you're talking about a hundred plus people, it's gotta be a circle. Cause you gotta just start consolidating all of them in on a specific area. That's my opinion. Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, I think the circle is fine. I don't, I guess my, my thing is like when you're fighting from outside the circle to in and inside the circle to out, like, either have no visibility on the line or have equal visibility, not a variety of visibilities, depending on where you're standing. Mm, man, that's you know what I mean, Kevin? Yeah. But, I kind of, I'm kind of fine with the one in between, to be honest. I don't know why. What? the? Just where you can kind of see, but not yeah. really... I mean, I'm fine with it if, as long as it's equal. It's like the thing, the weird thing about Warzone sometimes is uh, that it's not equal because it's like gas instead of like a distinct line like Fortnite's circle is, hypothetically. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know which one I like, which one I prefer the most then. I guess the one no i don't know i just uh, i don't know <laughs> i really i don't know really which one i don't I would like pref- i prefer the most this one can be like i can take it either way they'll give they give me visibility they don't they, they do i don't mind it i don't think i'm i'm out in the circle that often anyway so mm-hmm. i mean yeah the gas mask, like, think about how many times we've died to gas mask. Uh, yeah, the thing with the ma- gas animation. mask, too, I feel like I wish they would give you, like, a button to put it on or something like that, you know? Yeah. That's why, like, I don't mind it too much. You know, yeah, we, I know we died so much from the gas mask, but, yeah. All right. Um, we'll just go with round. Oh, yeah. As our general consensus. Um, what are we thinking about weapons? Like, what is your top tier weapon system for? Do you want loadouts? Do you not want loadouts? Do you think like two guns? Do you think four guns? Like Fortnite has like whatever you want and you have to balance your inventory with health items or. Hmm. Interesting. You can also be like, I like Halo weapons is also a perfectly acceptable. You don't have to be like a battle royale. Something that keeps it fast and doesn't have me in my inventory. I mean, the inventory system in Warzone is probably unparalleled in terms of speed and efficiency. Yeah. Warzone. Yeah, Warzone. I I just don't want to be in my inventory. I do miss picking up guns and finding attachments and trying to figure out which is the right one. But yeah, if I don't want to be too much in the inventory for too long. And you want like loadouts and stuff still? Yeah, I think loadouts is fine. Yeah, that that, that one's easy. Yeah, loadouts and Warzone type of guns like that. Yeah. 
And then how do we feel about special items, powers, perks? You know, we've got Apex on here. We've got uh, what other things? Spell break. What is it? Give me spell where break like... with loadouts. <laughs> <laughs> spell break with loadouts. Yeah. God, that would be crazy. crazy. Imagine if there was like a revolution with spell break. Yeah. Spellbreak is an interesting one because you don't really care about the map. It's because it, you like can just fight in the open yeah. and like use what buildings there are to be uh, as shelter occasionally. I don't know if I want actually. Hmm. I want. Do you want perks like Warzone perks? Yeah, or... I think that'd be fine. I don't know. Having an ability sometimes gives you the advantage, like what we've seen in Fortnite, where you mm-hmm. have people using like. Doom's powers or uh, oh, yeah. and stuff and like that, yeah. I think I like what Apex does. Where you have a tactical and an ultimate. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's pretty cool, yeah. And it's limited. Yeah, I you like know that what I mean? too. Uh, yeah, like character-based abilities are fine, I think. I, I think those are cool. As long as there's not a bunch of different characters you know like 50 different characters and seven of them are super overpowered you know yeah but like i like the idea of bangalore's powers being like smoke and if someone's shooting at you you run a little faster like Mm -hmm. yeah keeps it interesting yeah some sort of character-based abilities i think are cool and i think apex does a really good job with that yeah none of them are overpowered too at all like the same level pretty much i go with apex ones too i assume for this next question that we'll probably go with warzone but i'm still going to ask it because how does healing work because apex and fortnite love making you heal yourself and then also use your shield batteries or your shield chugs yeah just give me the plates yeah your plates i mean imagine if apex health. didn't have if, if apex had health regen and all you were doing was shield batteries that'd be great yeah you know any they so, had a limited time mode where you only regained health if you were in a certain section of the map yeah I but that was interesting the, the second part of that is you have to have specific armor so let's take that away mm-hmm. start everybody out with you know, everybody's got health regen and everybody has the ability to get 100% armor and you just have to find the refills for that on the map. So, but yes, basically what Warzone does. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be, a, that could work for any game. I mean, imagine if Apex, if if they just took out Evo shields and everybody started with that and you just found shield batteries around the map and they turn on health regen. It, it would be the same thing. So I, yeah, Warzone, that style. The fact that you don't have to do both things or manage the inventory for both items is very nice. I Mm -hmm. will agree. Do you agree, Kevin? Yeah. I like just the plates, the shields. We didn't Mm -hmm. return the health, but keep us on edge with the shields. And then the next question, of course, is can you get your teammates back? Slash, are we gulagging? Yeah. Yes and yes. Yeah. Yes and yes. Because then we'll get the whole like PUBG or Fortnite two sometimes where Apex two sometimes. Yeah, where the guys just they don't play anymore. They're done. 
<laughs> There's no coming back. Gulag. I mean, Gulag's not going to be in every game. I don't expect it to. That's fine. But you have to have a way to get, get people your back. Back that yeah. doesn't involve picking up a reboot card. Yeah. Oh, like a buyback. Yeah, the buyback system is awesome. There's no, no matter yeah. what, your friends are always playing with you. Unless it's like there's no more buyback stations. But then again, toward around that time, it's like the end, end of the game anyway. So, for sure. That's good. I like that one. All right. And then we have movement sliding, crouching, laying down, jumping. Are we like going apex sliding? Big slide, Call of Duty. big vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are we saying, do we want sprint cancels in there? Or do we Hyper, just want hyperscape know? slide? Ooh, ooh, hyperscape. With wall running. Hyperscape's movement's so good with the wall. Ooh, so you're saying Titanfall is what you're trying to yeah, do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Titanfall movement? Hyper, hyperscape's movement. Hyperscape's pretty, movement? Yeah, I think they perfected it. It's vertical, it's fast, it's fun, it's fluid. It's, it's everything. I do feel like they should have had uh, wall running in hyperscape, though. Dude, that would have been my one thing. so much better. I mean, it like makes sense for how, the way that city was laid out. Yeah, I'm not surprised they didn't go with it. But you know. ooh, when we were talking about how the circle closes, that would have been a good one to mention too. It's zones. It's yeah. I mean, well, I it's like it. a. It's still like it's like a zone thing, but like it slowly degrades, and then there's nothing to hide behind, and you have to like yeah. run in. Oh yeah, very cool. That is. Pretty I, cool. I thought that was one of the cooler spots thoughts that they had. And in a way, that kind of helps out the game too, because there's not there's not many things to render anymore too. So yeah, it won't, won't get choppy towards the end. Even though it doesn't really, but yeah. Damn, there's been so many games that are just like almost there that I feel like we could have ended up playing more than Warzone, and mm-hmm. they just they just couldn't pull it off, you know. So the legs, player base, yeah. <laughs> What, um, learning curve yeah yeah and honestly and it sounds silly but covid mm. i mean like warzone we've talked about this before it came out when everybody was forced inside yeah and that that gave it just a massive massive boost and the fact that the game's damn near perfect definitely helps uh but th- there was a covid bump and i and i think they're still benefiting from it yeah, probably. All right. And then are we talking tanks? Are we talking planes? Are we talking trains? Are we talking automobiles? Are we talking hang gliders? Are we talking BMX bikes? Are we skateboarding around the entire map? Everything but no tanks. Mm-hmm. No tanks? Mm-hmm. You want planes, trains, and automobiles? Oh, yeah. Do planes, yeah. dude. Oh, man. Give me as many unique ways to get around as possible. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's all. That's all this is. Like the wild, the many wild ways that you can get around the map with uh Ring of Elysium. Yeah, with the BMX bike and the hang glider and grapple hook. All that good stuff. Grapple hook. Yeah. Yep. Damn, that game has some planes, trains, and automobiles. Maybe even some submarines. You know what I mean? Submarines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was submarines in Ring of Elysium. I forgot about. They that. had the no. They had the, the uh, thing the that like drives you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. That game is so close to being good. If it had player base, it might be interesting. Yeah. It'd be more interesting than PUBG if it had a player base. I just don't. Yeah. It whatever. It that game is whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
It had cool ideas though. Yeah, okay. a lot of cool ideas, but it's just a hodgepodge of cool ideas and yeah, not much else. I do want there to come out a battle royale to come out, and then the way to get around the thing is just like it's like, oh, this zone's closing. Let me skateboard or like <laughs> BMX <laughs> my way out of here. <laughs> It'd be so funny skateboard but if someone's like your friend's driving a car you can just hang from the back of it dude and you just ride it with them like that dude oh man so you're saying skate three skate three dude (laughs) (laughs) that'd be wild um and then is there any like miscellaneous mechanics that you can think of from another game that you'd be like oh you know that'd be cool like you know maybe you want to repel off the roof rainbow six style and bust through a window you know That'd be cool. Uh, Either redeployable parachutes Mm. at all times or no fall damage. That's a good call. I forgot about fall damage. Gotta get rid of fall damage. For wall running, then yeah, there can't be no fall damage. Fall damage is garbage. I mean, I had no fall damage last night. You guys saw that? It was crazy. I know. That did we ever clip that? We should have clipped that. I clipped it. Okay, nice. That was Watch, so weird. Watchman's reaction to it. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah. It's just that I was shocked. Yeah. Shocked. I and was confused, too. and he's like, then laughter after that. <laughs> so many emotions. Going. He like. <laughs> I, my thought process is that you ran into the wall at just enough of an angle before you hit the ground that it was like. Oh, you, your momentum stopped. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that works for everything. And I was, I was trying to do it again on the big tower I jumped off of, but I couldn't get mm. the right wall to hit. I feel like the only way you could recreate it is if you hit like the first floor height of something and like right into it and then fell down and see if it worked. I'll do some testing. We'll see that. We'll see what happens there. As we just spend like 20, 30 minutes wrecking ourselves, <laughs> jumping off of roofs. Fun uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, really redeployable parachutes, very important, or no fall damage is nice. Um, repelling, that's cool. Repelling would be cool. Um, but also, if you're going to jump off of a roof, why would you repel? Unless you're like trying to break into a certain level. Rainbow Six style and just like swing through the window. That'd be pretty cool though. Rising. That would be cool. I feel like that kind of goes with our maybe you can break through a few walls where people like to camp. Yeah. But yeah. Overall. Oh, and are we like of the end circle just ends in like one spot or are we like a movable end circle scenario? Um, I like the move. I do too. It, I think it just prevents people from, like you said, camping or, you know what I mean? Finding a hidey yeah. hole and just staying there. Mm-hmm. I also think it prevents the, the heel off situation that happens when you have a <laughs> three floor building. That's true. Yeah. Where you can't get anywhere. But like it happens good. in Apex every once in a while for sure, where it will end in a spot where someone is below. And they can't get to each other without dying because the circle hits so hard at the end. <laughs> so it's just like, all right, I guess we'll see who has more syringes. Yeah, better better having to move it than anyone play. I don't like that. All right. So we have, so to summarize our 
ultimate battle royale experience experience we have the blackout map you get placed on the map like it's fallout 76 the destruction is somewhere in between Warzone and more destruction. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. Oh, no. so that's uh, a pretty wide range. It is. We have tactical and ultimate abilities from Apex. We have healing that works like Warzone. We have weapons from Warzone, basically. Warzone inventory loadouts. Um, you can get your teammates back and you go to the gulag because it's important to 1v1, you know? Mm-hmm. Got to keep the, the brain sharp, as they say. Uh, movement, we're like going hyperscape style. So it's... With wall running. All sorts of... Yeah. And then we want planes, trains, automobiles, everything. No tanks. BMX bikes. Anything that gets you across the map quick. Yeah, just no tanks. No tanks. Just no tanks. No, nothing that does damage while you're using it. Yeah. Um, and then we have redeployable parachutes and repelling. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've created the perfect battle royale. I yes. think we should uh, hire some devs. Let's pitch it. All right, cool. Perfect. And I think that's all we got for you this week. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Squad Pod. I hope you all enjoyed our silly shenanigans this week. I, I certainly did. Wouldn't. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll be sure to clip out that intense discussion about the dual sense triggers to mm. you know make all the PlayStation fans mad. Ooh. Until then, though, Kevin, uh, calms out. You did it. Congrats. 